and welcome to season four of the Wellness That Works podcast. We're super excited to be back and we are really excited to be part of the podcast team as well. My name's Jace and I'm joined by my co-host Pip. Hello, hi Jace, how's it going? Yeah, really good, thank you, really good. Really excited to be here. A little bit nervous if I'm honest, but um, (laughs) we know we've got some really big shoes to fill, but um, we can't wait to guide all of our fantastic members on your wellness journeys We're going to talk this series about um, all the trends that you guys are seeing out there, some inspiring stories. We'll be talking to some exciting guests and we'll be doing some really handy tips and, of course, talking about everything WW. Great news. It sounds awesome. I can't wait to get started. Yeah, let's dive straight in, shall we? Cool. Yeah, so it's January still somehow, um, but we're getting there. How has January gone for you so far? Did you set yourself any New Year resolutions, any goals that you're working on? Uh, you know what? First, I think we need to call out how long January has been. It's like yeah, the 65th of January. <laughs> I right? was going to say 75. Really. <laughs> it's been a long one. It's been a long one. Um, but so far, I think, yeah, it's got it's gone all right. It, I always find January a bit of a... a bit of an anti-climax in a way because you've built up to Christmas and then there's a new year and then it kind of can feel like nothing happens, which is, I think, why so many people set themselves New Year's resolutions. And and I myself went quite light this year. I didn't want to do my, I didn't want to do any huge, great big goals that were going to be something that I couldn't stick to. So it's just simple stuff for me, really. It was, I wanted to get bang on plan and I'll, I'll talk about the why for that later. Um, and And just something simple like no caffeine after lunchtime. And I'm oh, just nice. about over the shakes now. <laughs> that's good halfway through the month and you're you're managing that's good that's good exactly um, yeah what about you yeah me too and I actually had this conversation with um our d360 coaches the other day we were talking about new year goals and resolutions um and things we wanted to start doing and coach Nat actually made a really good point that um that's you know part of the battle is setting ourselves these goals and things that we want to change that are actually quite hard to do and sometimes unachievable so we're sort of better off by setting ourselves things um that we should maybe stop doing that are unhelpful rather than start doing something that's too hard to complete so yours is a really good example because you want to stop drinking coffee off in the afternoon and for mine I want to stop um scrolling on my phone when I get into bed at night because I find myself wasting so much time in the dark just staring at my phone so um I don't know what I'm gonna do in that hour maybe read or just find something you know a little bit more useful to do or even just go to sleep earlier but um that's what I would like to stop doing to you know help with my mindset a little bit more help with my sleep um I'm not really a bad sleeper anyway I tend to get quite a lot of sleep which is good but you know every little helps um and then I also have one that's not wellness related at all but something I would really like to work on this year and I would like to learn some sign language um quite a random one and I was inspired by a tv show believe it or not but some of my family members do sign um and I think it's just such a good skill to have and just a really nice sort of inclusive way to interact with people um who sign so I'd love to start picking up some basic sign language this year if I can so um if anyone knows any good courses then send send some links my way but (laughs) that's something I'd like to try this year which will be a challenge for sure yeah, that's a completely different way of communicating. Yeah. Really interesting. We've got a um, 
we've got a baby sign book. I have an 11 month old son and we've, we've got this baby sign book and I have to admit we've never opened it. So mm. maybe I could join you on your journey. Yeah, I love that. And uh, bring him along we with could, us as well. I was just about to say, it's an awful thing to do for a podcast because no one can see us, but um, <laughs> never mind. So we can pick that up <laughs> separately over Zoom. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something I want to work on. Um, but today, did you know today is Quitters Day? Is it? The day of recording, 19th of January. Today, we it is Quitters Day, which apparently is the day that people are most likely to give up on their resolutions that they've started, give up on any you know fad diets that they're trying. Um, it's the day where they find that they're really struggling the most while they're waiting for January payday because it's been such a long time since, since December. Um, so today is the day that most people pack it in and decide enough is enough and go back to their old routines. So hopefully we can inspire some people to um, keep going and have another crack and set themselves some some smaller, more achievable goals they can work on. Just take it one day at a time, you know? You know what? I definitely felt that today. It's mid-afternoon now and having my lunch earlier, I was in the cupboard having a rummage, deciding what I wanted <laughs> for lunch and I just didn't want anything that I knew was going to be a nice low point yeah. lump. So, so hands up, I had uh, a tin of ravioli on toast, which cost me 14 delicious personal points. Wow. Um, but I don't regret it. Because yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, and I tracked it, and that's the main thing. And I've got weekly points, and and I've still got points enough for dinner. And without trying to sound too cheesy, that's what I do like about the plan mm. is that it, I can have a big lunch. I just have to have a or a pointy lunch rather. I just have to have a slightly lower pointed dinner. Mm. I mean, that's the point as well, isn't it? That you track it. So mm. yeah, even if you end up going a little bit over your daily uh, points then um, you know you've got weeklies and you can go for a walk have a stretch whatever you want to do to add some more points um, you could have thrown in some non-starchy veggies there and then you might have balanced it out a little bit but um, that's a tip well, for dinner maybe just fill up on non-starchy veggies at dinner yeah I think dinner's going to be a non-starchy veg and chicken breast kind of a dinner but oh, nice. um, I've already oh, got yeah. plans afoot for that I think I'm going to do some, <laughs> I think I'm gonna do some chicken Perfect. nuggets but um, Ooh. yeah yeah, but that's Yuck. nice and nice and low points. A couple of bits of bread and yeah. eggs and chicken is zero for me. So, yeah, me too. Me too. What else have you got as zero zero point foods? Um, I love my yogurt. So yogurt and fruit is my go to breakfast. That sets me up for the day. Nice zero pointed breakfast, and then I've got plenty of points left for my ravioli at lunchtime. <laughs> so, uh, nice. so yeah, I think uh, yeah, just that and um, and chicken breast and eggs. Nice. Yeah, I've got chicken and eggs and then I eat quite a lot of um, whole grains and rice and couscous and lentils and that sort of thing. So I've got those um, on my zero food list as well. And I've recently discovered a um, WW recipe that I'm obsessed with. It's like my go to weeknight dinner, um, which I actually had last night with um, fish instead of chicken. But it was really good. And it's um, I think it's called the giant whole wheat couscous risotto it's like a fake risotto but with couscous Um, and it's so good and you can mix in like a spoonful of um, yogurt zero yogurt or um, you know like a low-fat creme fraiche or something like that and loads of herbs and spices to make it really creamy and it just tastes so good and you cook up the couscous with a stock stock cube um, and it's yum and it tastes really really indulgent but because whole wheat couscous is zero for me it's a really it's like a two-point meal it's amazing it's really oh, wow. good. And that's my go-to weeknight dinner for me. Um, I make it all the time. It's really good. Oh, I love that. The, the one I keep coming back to, and 
I'll admit it's not a WW recipe, but I'm an absolute sucker for tacos. Who doesn't love tacos? Mm. So, so I use my um, turkey mince or, yeah. or some chicken breast or something like that with a simple taco kit. And taco shells are only two points each. So nice. if I have a nice low point at lunch, then I can have four guilt-free tacos in the evening. But what I did the other day, um, found some lean beef mint, um, lean beef cubes in the freezer stuck it in the slow cooker first thing in the morning with the taco mix and a tin of tomatoes and then by the evening had the most delicious pulled wow. beef tomato-y taco-y goodness to stuff in the tacos and that blew my mind <laughs> genius that's cost me good. about 15 points but worth every delicious personal oh, point worth it totally yum um what about puddings do you ever make any puds i don't any sweet tooth Oh, I do have a sweet tooth. I could eat chocolate all day long and not get bored. Oh, I love chocolate so much. Favourite chocolate bar? Oh, um, I'm really into, um, uh, what's it called? Tony's chocolate. Have you, you know, the new really um, um, fair trade, massive yeah. chocolate bars. I think I like them because they're huge. They're so good. Really good. I really like a high um, percentage cocoa. <laughs> That made me sound really snobby. No, I really like really Very good chocolate. <laughs> Very middle class chocolate. Uh, but no, I really like. I actually used to work um, when I was a student. I used to work at Hotel Chocolat, um, and so I used to eat get all of their free chocolate, and it was insane. Um, so yeah, I've become accustomed to high cocoa chocolate. I <laughs> oh, see. I used to work at Budgeons, so I got the leftover veg at the end of the day. <laughs> Bit different. <laughs> I'm. I'm know. a. Stu- I, I love a Terry's chocolate orange. Oh yeah, I love I'm a, Terry's. I'm a man of simple tastes, but um, I'll, I'll tell you something that happened the other day that made me very upset. You know, the middle bit of the Terry's chocolate orange is the yeah, best, the best bit. bit. This yep. is the best bit. My my wife ate it, oh, no. thinking that I'd left it because I didn't want it. Oh, disaster! I mean, we've been we were saving it. We've been married for seven years now, and honestly, it's on the rocks after that. Oh dear, I'm not happy. Oh no, oh no. Well, maybe she was helping you out. Maybe she thought she was. Maybe. But she'd bought it for me in the first place, so I kind of let her off that one, I think. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I do love I do love a chocolate orange. That is true. Um, but I also have a massive sweet tooth as well. Um, and I, I bake a lot. Like, it's my favourite way to wind down at the weekend. Um, so I'm always looking for fun, fun recipes to try. Um, and I recently made the WW... Um, it's the malt ball... Uh, cheesecake tart it's like a cheesecake and a tart Um, it's in the new everyday cookbook um, and it was so good full disclosure okay this is a safe space I uh, didn't have all the ingredients so I it was was like 70% WW recipe and then I had to restyle the rest Um, but it was it was really good I really recommend it Um, the crummy base is delicious and then the filling basically just uses um, 0% Greek yogurt, like creme fraiche, um, cream cheese, that sort of thing. Um, and just with some vanilla and it's so nice and you can just sort of flake some chocolate on top. Um, and it's a real people pleaser. Everybody loved it. Oh, well, you one. know what? It's my dad's birthday at the weekend. So I might have to make one of those on Saturday and take it around on Sunday. Give it a go. Yeah, I like that. I and then send me, me a picture. I will send you a picture. Maybe and then we'll we post it on Instagram. Post it on the socials. And show everybody how you did. <laughs> yes, for sure. We should do that every week. We should have a recipe as made by you. 
Or you. Or me. Let's alternate. Split split the responsibility. That's fair. That's fair. Um, What about activity? How active would you say you are? (sighs) This is the question I wasn't looking forward to. (laughs) <laughs> not, not as active as I should be I'm really not I especially because of because of working from home at the moment yeah. and although we've just had the note the notice today from um from Downing Street that we will be allowed back in the offices soon which Woo-hoo. will be nice but I just find that during the week I'm between the office and the kitchen mm. I might go to the garage to the freezer if I'm feeling adventurous but yeah I really don't get much exercise at all nice long walk at the weekend um, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it, and it is something I do want to work on this year. Yeah, just finding I time, feel the though. same. It's hard. I feel like, especially in the, I remember having this um, issue last year though, as well in the winter mm. and working from home. It's impossible because I never want to leave the house when it's dark. So, to be fair, I do have a dog, so he gets me out because I need to walk him. But um, I still really struggle to get myself out the door, especially when it's dark. So yeah, I do find myself pretty much staying inside. And I'm one of those people that prefers, I definitely prefer to work out in the morning. So if I'm going to go to the gym, I have to go when I get up. Otherwise I won't make it by the end of the day mm. because I'll be too tired to to get up from my desk and go. So yeah, I think lots of people are in the same boat with that one. Um, but hopefully as things start to open up a little bit more again, we can go back into the office because I mean that for me, I have quite a long commute. So that for me actually gets me moving quite a lot because I can walk some of it, some of it I'm on the train, but at least it gets me out. um, And I feel like I'm moving around rather than just coming from my kitchen to my desk and back again. Um, Yeah, whenever whenever I'm in the office, I find that I always try and get out at lunchtime and have a walk at lunchtime because it's a nice 45 minute walk into town from our office and back again. So that gets a, a few thousand steps in. So at least I'm getting some movement there. Yeah, that's true. That's crucial to leave actually leave your desk during the day. Yeah. Um, well, if you're up for a challenge, oh no, um, this is an easy challenge. Well, easy for some. We'll see. Um, Coach Kath, one of our D360 coaches, is going to be doing a uh, plank challenge next week. So by the time this podcast goes out next week, we'll be halfway through. Um, but you should give it a go, and it's just building it up, building up your plank by it's like ten or fifteen seconds a day. It's a five day challenge, so really quick and easy. We'll all start on the Monday together and do, I think it's 30 seconds we're starting with. And so by the end of the week, by Friday, you can do a minute plank. That sounds doable. Doable? I think so. Yeah. We'll do it together. I think so. Yeah, we'll do it together. Everybody will. (laughs) Everybody (laughs) will do it. So um, she's going to be posting it on Instagram and in the app. And we will, of course, um, spread the love on Instagram as well. So um, yeah hopefully lots of people are halfway through the challenge right now and um we'll be seeing lots of success by the end of the week doing a month's challenge and then I feel like once you start doing something like that and you you remember I can do these things I do have some core strength then you're more likely to you know pick up a new activity try something new get back into the swing of things because you just remember how good it feels to achieve something in a short space of time it does and I miss it and didn't everyone in in lockdown one everyone suddenly became a runner because oh it's the only thing we could do. I hate running and I became a runner. I, I started running. running that 5k challenge that everybody did. Um, and I have like really bad knees, should not be running. And I was running 5k like every week for a couple of months. And then by the end of it, I was like, this is just not for me. I'm going to swim instead because I like swimming and it's low impact. So that works for me. Um, so 
yeah, it is, it is good to pick up these challenges, but then also just stick with what you love. Otherwise you'll resent it and you won't enjoy it. And you don't have to feel the need to be a runner. If you're not a runner, you don't have to go to the gym and lift weights. If that's not what you want to do, you know, do some yoga, do some boxing, some bouldering, like anything, whatever tickles your fancy. Um, so what, what would be your like go-to exercise? activity based my well I, I love a swim I love a swim I love being in the water always have done since I was since I was tiny um nice. but my my sport of choice I love go-karting and I know yeah. people think you're you're sitting down so it's not a real is it sport, a sport? <laughs> it absolutely is a sport you do 45 minutes in a go-kart and come out bright red and sweating um yeah. that's that's why I do a lot of the WW stuff that I do because weight is crucial in go-karting and so you do it competitively yeah, not well, but I do. <laughs> so um, yeah, so it's a it's a um, it's a championship. So we do one race a month across the course of the year, and you earn points, obviously. Um, and I am, let's put this the right way, not as young as some of the other competitors, <laughs> um, not as light, and arguably not as skilled as some of the others. So I have to get every single possible um, benefit where I can. So okay. yeah, so this year has been about the last few months have been about get into that weight I need to be able to um to do as well as I can and I've got a friend who probably won't listen to this who's catching me up as well he's getting quicker and quicker and getting closer and closer to me so I need to try and be a bit lighter than him this year for every possible advantage friendly competition that's always good it's usually friendly usually friendly well just something to keep you accountable I guess right something to keep you focused keep you on track and that's that's what I do when I when I do go into the into the cupboard and go oh I fancy that I fancy that I think no this has come back to my why. Why am I doing it? How is this going to affect it? Yeah. And how can I sort of re-motivate myself in that moment to make the right yeah. choices? It is very important to have a why, I would agree. And because I find like even like the smallest of targets can really help. Um, and for me, I don't necessarily have like a weight loss goal at the moment, but it's all like I just prefer how I feel when I'm eating the right way, when I'm moving my body frequently, when I'm getting enough sleep. The difference is so like tangible that that is enough for me to keep it going and I do set myself small goals like if I've got a holiday or a special occasion um one goal right now actually is um fingers crossed all goes to plan we actually have a skiing holiday booked in a few months which is very exciting haven't been on holiday in over two years I'm very excited to get on a plane um but I don't currently fit into any of my ski kits. So that is my goal for the next four weeks. I've got um, to be comfortable in my ski kit because then I can just eat bread and cheese and drink wine in France. And then um, it doesn't have to fit me by the time I come back. So that's fine. Uh, But then I'll figure out the next goal. (laughs) So it's fine. Um, But, you know, just having something small and achievable that you can work towards makes all the difference. And remembering how good it feels um so yeah I like like to focus on one one thing at a time um which actually did you know is going to be the monthly theme for February um that we're going to be talking about in for WW it's um focusing on now and embracing now um so what you can be doing sort of day to day to work towards your goal without worrying about what's happened in the past without worrying about what you were doing last week or without um you know, focusing too far ahead of you and wishing your time away. Um, So we're going to be talking about all different techniques on how you can really embrace things that are happening now, small things you can do every day um, that will help you achieve your goal. 
So do you have any sort of daily rituals or daily routines that you absolutely stick to every day that really help you with your mindset? Cup of tea in the morning is the is the make or break of a day for me. Have to have nice. a cup of tea in the morning. A lot of a lot of my routine at the moment is driven by my son. Yeah. Um, but I I love being able to finish the day and then move on to spend some time with him in the evening. That's a real bonus for me, and that tells me to cut off work at a certain time because otherwise I'll miss his dinner time, I'll miss his bath time, I'll miss his bedtime. So that's that's actually been a, a real benefit for me. That I have that cut off that I must hit my work deadline by this point and and move on but I, I love the idea of focusing on the now because I mean really the now is the only thing we can control we can't control yeah. the past we can't control the future we can control what we do now and then it becomes the past and it powers you on to the next now exactly so um, yeah what about you what are you a, a creature of routine I'm not really um I used to be actually before um all of the many lockdowns that we've had, I was in a really good routine, um, you know, with my commute and my activity and what I was doing after work and like meal prep. And I was, I followed a really strict routine, possibly too strict, I would say. It's kind of, it's kind of nice now that I have more flexibility and I'm not as worried about it. Um, but at the moment, I, I don't feel like this month I do. Like some days I'm up super early and I'll be motivated to go to the gym and I'll take the dog out and then I'll have a really productive day's work and I know exactly what I'm doing and what, and I like leave the house enough times. And then other days I really struggle to get out of bed. I might not, you know, log on until like 9.01 and I'm still in my pajamas with a cup of tea. And I hate that feeling of not being, you know, prepared and ready um, for the day. So that is something I would like to work on as well is getting a good routine. Um, and I know we talk a lot about you know, having a good mindset and, and um, just thinking about like actually writing down your goals and taking a few minutes to think mindfully and focus on gratitude and really positive things that you can use to set up your day well. So I'd like to lean into that a little bit more as well and focus on how I can build a routine that's going to support me rather than feel a bit frantic and lost. I'm sure lots of people feel the same way. Um, and I know not everybody aspires to, to having that rigid routine but I think it would really help me in particular mm. um, just feel a little bit more in control yeah it's really easy when you're at home all the time to to slip out of these things you think it would be the time where it would be easiest to stick to something when you've not mm. got an awful lot else to do to be honest but it's the time when you've kind of almost become a bit lazy sometimes I think I certainly found that of myself I'm not yeah. cooking as much as I used to but one thing that somebody said to me the other day was that every morning she goes outside and stands outside in the garden regardless of the weather for 30 seconds before her day starts properly and just takes a deep breath and just connects with the world around her a little bit and I love that nice. and yeah after she said it to me I did it for a couple of days and I thought this is really really nice and then forgot and <laughs> and and I'm not really a morning person so being in a bit of a rush yeah. first thing in the morning kind of took away from it but it doesn't need to be long so I'm gonna I'm gonna commit to do that and the plank challenge apparently um, yep. next week <laughs> the rest of this week and into next week um and yeah I'll talk about it talk about it next time just to see that's a good idea I'm gonna try and do that too I do go and stand outside every day but with my dog first mm. thing in the morning so I'm not really focusing on anything I'm just wishing you know he'd hurry up and do his things so we can go and stand inside because it's cold <laughs> so um yeah maybe I should you know try and take a few few minutes and think about my day in that way and get my head head straight before before that first cup of tea in the morning mm. that'd be nice 
that'd be good but what's it like do you do you find it um easier or or more challenging um because you're living with a ww member your wife is following ww at the moment as well um do you have the same zero point foods do you find it really easy to support each other or how does it work for you guys we have different zero point foods which are when we both took the personal points engine and came up with different lists, I must admit, I kind of rolled my eyes a bit and thought this is going to be a pain. Mm. It's a hundred percent not because we get different levels of, of daily points. So whereas we had fish pie for dinner last night, um, that was delicious, actually full of, full of non-starchy veggies, obviously a potato top and she's got p- potatoes as one of her zero foods. I haven't, we both had it. We both pointed mm. it. We both had enough points for it. So actually that balance, really works so it's, it's not the issue I thought it would be at all from a point of view That's of supporting good. each other it's it's brilliant because if I'm having a, a ravioli day as I think it might now be called <laughs> she might not be and we can have that discussion supporting each other and yes yes we'd like a big giant cake after dinner but shall we have a bag of popcorn mm-hmm. instead we can we can each hold each other to account and just remind each other of why we're doing it the success we've seen and just keep each other honest a little bit. We're not doing it on our own. And I think to be honest, even before I started tracking properly, she was, and it happened accidentally anyway, there was that ripple effect where she was making healthier choices with what we were eating. Yeah, We both cook. um, And I was making some of those choices when I was cooking for us so that I didn't derail her because I obviously wanted to support her through it. So even before we were both properly tracking, it was happening anyway. Yeah, and now much. we are both actively, actively engaged with it. Yeah, it's it's great. That's so nice to have someone in in the house to keep you accountable in the same way, yeah. and you can do the same for them. That's great. exactly exactly when she's when she's having a a wonky day. Yeah, I can be mm. there for her. A ravioli day. A ravioli day. What about you? <laughs> Um, so I am the only one in my household on plan. Um, my boyfriend is one of those really annoying people who can eat whatever he wants and, um, you know, stay the same size, shape, anything. Um, he's got one of those crazy fast metabolisms, so that's cool, but, um, happy for no, him. No, it's not, not cool. Better. We're allowed to have <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, to be fair, he is, um, I think the, the challenge with us can be portion sizes. So he'll eat anything I eat, which is great. And, um, I'm quite comfortable in the kitchen. Um, so we can cook up some really delicious meals and he'll have anything that I suggest and he'll definitely eat the foods that I want to eat, which is great. Um, and then his portion will probably usually just be a bit bigger. The challenge is that I would totally have that bigger size portion if I wanted to. Um, but I really have to sort of remind myself of um you know what why I'm doing this and what the point is and then I do find it helpful to measure out the quantities just so that I'm clear in my head I can see what I'm supposed to be having and then I know you know how far off I am and that sort of thing so most of the time um it's all good I think the the challenge comes to sweet sweet things and puddings we both have a have a sweet tooth um and you know we're always wanting snacks and treats yeah it's a weak point for us as well yeah, in the evening me too particularly if bake-off's on or we're just we're just watching um masterchef professionals mm. catching up with that and whenever anything's on tv like that I'm, I'm just sat there chewing my fingernails thinking oh I could murder a double chocolate yeah. anything right now yeah but we try especially and... with cooking shows 
Oh, for sure. We we try and get some stuff in, so we've got we've got something we can go to that's not going to destroy the budget completely. I I, yeah, I love the I um, do. the WW Raspberry Protein Bars are amazing. Uh, oh, I nice! I haven't tried those. those. They're so good. All the protein bars are really nice, but the raspberry ones are fantastic. And I think they're only okay. they're either two or three points. I forget. I think there might be two. Um, but that's a bargain chocolate bar for two points, and it yeah. feels like a proper chocolate bar. Nice. I'll have to give those a go. I do like a square of dark chocolate or ice cream. Actually, we love ice cream. Having ice cream mm. in the house is a bit of a killer. Um, but I normally just sit and like have my hands glued to my water bottle. And I just like nurse a huge bottle of water in the evenings. I find that actually really helps curb those cravings. Plus you're adding your points for your water. Keep drinking that water, people. Um, So yeah, that's usually my way around it. Um, Because it's normally just boredom, isn't it? Like I'm not actually hungry or I don't actually want anything sweet. Um, So just either the 98th cup of tea for the day or... uh, water we'll we'll do the trick most of the time and sometimes a nice um a nice sweet fruit tea or something not with loads of sugar in it but something based on fruit you're at least getting that sweet hit then aren't you yep true very true so we've talked about what foods we love what about foods you really hate oh this that's a weird one I haven't been asked that in a while um there's not a lot of food that I hate to be honest I I love food on on the whole um there's only a couple of things that I really are really painful for me one of them being sweet corn I can't stand it and it's like one of the only things that if it's in a meal if it's in like a salad or a sandwich I really can't eat it I really don't want it to be in my mouth so I have to pick it out of something and I am you know 20 or 28 year old woman who has to pick out her sweet corn from a salad because I just can't stand it I hate 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 having it in my food um that's probably one of the only things I really really don't like um I have a nut allergy so that's also something I avoid but I don't know what it tastes like so can't really say if I like it or not but sweet corn is the one for me that is the no-go is that taste or texture do you think I think it's a bit of both I find it weird the cold slimy texture and then the taste also is is off-putting for me um I'm really sorry if this is putting anyone off their sweet corn but um <laughs> yeah I don't know it's a weird one because it's in like everything as well it's really mm. common um but really can't stand it or corn on the cob any don't like it in any form at all that's interesting I, I hate olives I can't oh, stand them. same actually <laughs> and I love I love pizza more than I love pizza more than life. But if oh, a yeah. pizza has had an olive anywhere near it, even if they've been picked off, I can still taste them. Yes, there's something so olivey, just brutal about the taste. It's so offensive. Do you like olive oil? Uh, I cook with olive oil. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say I really like it or dislike it. See, I like olive oil. Like I like you know a bit of olive oil and balsamic vinegar. But I. I'm the same. I'm not. I'm not an olive fan. I again probably wouldn't eat those. Um, okay, so two things: sweet corn and olives. Sweet corn and <laughs> There's probably olive. many, many more. I just can't think of any now. Te- textually, I dislike mushrooms as well, and I know that, that's controversial. A lot of people love, I, and I don't mind the taste of mushrooms, but it's the texture, the squidginess. I mm, just, you know, oh, it took oh. me a long time to eat mushrooms. Mm. I don't think I was. I was probably like 18 before I started eating mushrooms. It took me a long time. 
to get my head around them because you're, they are weird. I agree, they are yeah. weird. But I do, I do like them now. We have them quite a lot now. They're a good non-starchy veg. Yeah, there are other options I'd rather go with. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Well, we've got tons of tons of ideas to help keep us accountable, I guess, throughout the rest of the month and the rest of the year. Um, obviously, this is just the beginning of Series 4 for us, so um, we can be updating um, all our listeners as, as how we go. I feel like this podcast is going to end up being our own little well-being diary um, that we can keep each other accountable every week. Well, you've already, got me, you've already got me doing two challenges, haven't you? And we've only been doing this for half an hour. So, uh... <laughs> Strong start. Strong start. Oh, okay, amazing. So we can check in next week and see how see how we get on. Okay, so if you're doing, you're going to do the plank challenge next week. Yeah, you need to I something. need to do one. Yeah, you I need, need to do I need a well. challenge. Oh, I'll do the plank challenge as well. Okay, that's cool. I can do that. Um, well share your progress on oh and the recipe you're going to do um the the malt cheesecake balls. aren't you malt balls cheesecake okay great i want to see pictures of that um so well keep an eye on our uh, instagram page guys for the proof of the plank challenge and the che- the cheesecake tart um and we will see you in a couple of weeks for episode 2 where we will be talking more about the february theme um and exciting things to come this year on ww can't wait to share it with you guys thanks so much for listening see you soon thanks guys bye